Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, the after show. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode five, and we are going to take a look at the dangers of feminism. And this is very interesting. So, and again, I'm speaking from a female point of view, and I'm just going to, you know, cut through the thickness here of this and just tell you straight up: I am a Republican capitalist. I am female, born that way, staying that way. I am stationed in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and I very much recognize that the feminist movement has kind of run amok in our country, and I think that's very unfortunate because the original form of feminism, um, or feminists, I should say, I actually agree with quite a bit of what they did back in the day, but these days they're just kind of crazy liberal nutbags, and they're they're just ultra progressives. And instead of embracing people, it's pushing people away because instead of instead of focusing on what on what women need and the issues that we we need to resolve and correct in our society, now they're just browbeating people, specifically men, and they're just male bashing them. And I don't think that is very appropriate. So one some of the things I want to discuss here in regards to feminism or feminists, I should say, is how this has affected. I would say employment, how this has affected relationships, how this has affected raising children, and I think that's a big key right there. So first of all, let's talk about employment. Okay, so I know that whenever I'm working with a feminist, um, they tend to be very combative. It's like you're going to do things my way or the highway, even if they are not a manager, even if they're just a coworker. They tend to be very radical. They tend to get very offended very e- uh, easily.、Um, they might argue with you about pronouns, and I'm like, look, I I really don't care to have a English lit or grammatical society conversation right now. We need to get the job done and do it well. That's more important than political activism. Unfortunately, with the feminist movement,、um, it's like political activism. Has infiltrated the workplace, and it has caused quite a few problems, even here in Oklahoma, especially in California, and a little bit in Florida. I've noticed that as well. Not so much in Texas, although Texas, I kind of feel, is a little bit of a hypocritical state, and I don't mean that negatively towards Texas. It's just that, you know, Texas has a wonderful state constitution. It's written really well, but unfortunately,、um, the state of Texas, they have so many liberals in Austin, Texas, and Dallas, Texas. Like I've lived in Dallas, Texas, and I was shocked at how crazy those people are that live there. Like I thought Dallas, Texas, you know, I would meet a bunch of conservatives. I thought I would meet a bunch of Republicans. Just the opposite.、Um, I've never met so many gay men in all my life. I've never met so many、uh, gender bender kind of people, whether male or female, or sexually confused. And also,、um, I met a lot of metrosexual men. Like they are supposedly heterosexual. But they act very gay, and I don't understand why. But then when I when I look at okay, what is their lifestyle? Well, their lifestyle is political extreme activism. Well, unfortunately, these metrosexual guys—they're supposedly straight. I'm assuming they're getting laid by straight women.、Um, most of them not married, which is very unfortunate because sex is reserved for marriage. Um, but these guys, it's like they these metrosexual guys. The more they support the the feminist movement, the gayer and gayer they become, and it's like they lose their male identity because they're focusing so much on a feminist
a um agenda and that's not their agenda and there's nothing wrong with something not being your agenda so needs to say I hardly had any dates when I lived in Texas <laughs> when I lived in Dallas it was disappointing because there were so many good looking men but I was like well if I can't tell if someone's gay or straight I'm not going to date them much less kiss them gross me out right so it's just like you know when whenever you have political activism it needs to remain in politics but unfortunately with the feminist movement and how bizarre it is these days it has infiltrated so many things that it has no place now here's the thing the feminist movement way back in the day it kind of started in the 1950s like when women you know they were the ones that were working in the in the factories and the plants during world war 2 because our men had gone off to battle So then the men come back and it's like they want things to go back to the way it was. That's like no, it's not happening. Women actually can work, they should work if they choose to work and they should make a lot of money. And actually that's what how it used to be before things kind of entered the Victorian era and kind of had these little mini dictatorships within our our society, I would say, you know, within um within the human family. So um the feminist movement really got started post World War 2 uh, in the 1950s. So if ever you have seen the show Leave it to Beaver, that is not um a realistic show of what the 1950s was actually like. It was just oh everybody's happy and <laughs> you know you have awesome kids, not really always going to be the case. Oh you have a good kind wonderful husband, not always the case. Oh your wife always wears that kind of dress and wears false eyelashes and always looks like a model. No. uh and always has perfect food made no like that's not real society right so women had had enough of that not that they don't like cooking and being a wife and having sex and having children it's just that there was just this ridiculous way of viewing women that's like okay they they were the ones that were helping with the war supply you know of goods and things like that and then it's like once the men come home oh you're going back in the kitchen they're like no don't think so And so then the feminist movement really picked up in the 1960s um unfortunately alongside with the sexual revolution which I don't think helped women at all I think it degraded them and it encouraged men to use them for their bodies and then also encouraged them to want to get more and more abortions as opposed to finding you know basically the one true love of your life and get married and I don't say that you know when you get married you have to settle down it just means that you love each other very much and you you want what is best for the other person whereas you know if you go along with the sexual revolution of the 1960s then you're just going to wheel and deal your body like a prostitute and then you know not hold yourself or your partner accountable for for the things that you do in the bedroom and again pardon my voice here <clears throat> slowly getting my voice back after being sick and so then you have the 1970s where it really hit the fan and some of the good that the feminist movement did in regards to employment is that it really i think it shocked the male population that women expect to be paid as much as men if they are doing the exact same job and they are putting their life on the line an example of this are flight attendants and i did not know that flight attendants used to be treated <laughs> so horrible like second or third class citizens within these airline companies But yet it's the flight attendants that do almost all the work on the plane. You know, like helping people find their seats, uh feeding them, you know, 
helping them with whatever the client needs on the plane, things of that nature. It was all about the pilots and they got the special benefits. And at one point in time being a flight attendant or a flight steward or a flight stewardess, you know, especially if you if you're a female, if you're a stewardess, that was considered a temporary job and that's why you weren't treated very well because being a flight stewardess was just seen as oh well, you're just doing this job until you get married and then, you know, you're not going to have a long-term career. So because you know, women were not viewed as, you know, having the option of having a long-term career, that's why they did not receive health insurance benefits. That's why they did not uh, receive retirement. And so that's why a lot of these unions sprouted in the 1970s unfortunately, and um, because of the backlash of how women were being treated. Of course, I don't blame them for creating these unions, but they've kind of gone astray here. So a lot of these unions that were founded in the 1970s in regards to women's rights and women's employment is so that women could have a career because it was kind of becoming expected at that time like more and more women are entering the workplace to earn their own living and you would think that men would embrace that but they they didn't really want that especially in the in the airline industry and so what really sucks about what some of these unions did is they started out for really good reasons in the feminist movement but they they went from wanting equal pay, better jobs to oh, we want unlimited access to abortions. It's like okay, killing babies is not the same thing as wanting a better job and higher pay. You're killing a child. So, a lot of these unions, they just started, you know, adopting um all these really bizarre ways of thinking, especially in regards to being liberal and progressive. So this liberal and progressive movement is nothing new. It actually goes back many decades and unfortunately it doesn't really help the human race because if your sole intention is to make sure that you know people can get as many abortions as they want, you're not really for people, you're actually against people because you're snuffing out life all for the sake of political activism. That's where one of the biggest dangers of feminism or feminist movement is is that it doesn't really value human life. it picks and chooses who the favorites are and allows them to live while it gets rid of others and that's not a very kind thing to do moving on um the feminist movement has very much affected relationships um in regards to this feminists have turned into these warmongering browbeating um idiots that just yell at men especially in these uh women's marches and things like that and some of the things i agree with them on but they're going about the wrong way and they're not they're not doing their due diligence and they're not practicing diplomacy they're not being very kind they're not being very genuine and they tend to come across as very radical and i think that's very unfortunate because you know there are some things that are important in the feminist movement but because now it's it's more geared towards marxism you know that that really destroys meaningful relationships and it also destroys a normal marriage a normal family and i'm not talking about the nuclear family because the nuclear family is a total joke it never really existed it's a scam it's a cop out so people need to stop striving for the nuclear family they need to start striving for a holy family meaning what god actually wants for people one man one woman have as many kids as you want don't abort them because that's a good holy loving family now here's the thing within a really good marriage like that the male and the female are equal to each other always have been always will be so equality isn't something that was invented by the equal employment opportunity commission or professional people supposedly in washington dc equal rights comes from god's holy word 
because men and women were created in the image of God as equals. It's our fallen world that said, "Oh, men are more muscular and stronger, therefore women must be weaker and dumber." That is mankind's way of thinking about things like that. God does not agree with that. He did not invent that. He created women to be equal to men. Now, in that same token, men and women have different roles in society. Obviously, because women can get pregnant, men cannot. So, you know, for example, if someone's saying that men can get pregnant or transgender men can get pregnant, that's not true. You're either male or female. So, it's one of those things that this is one of the the problems with transgenderism is, that, you know, say for example, you have a woman that is transitioning to become a man, but she still wants to be able to have children. Well, what's the point of becoming a man if you still want to have a uterus and ovaries? So it's kind of like, you know, you you can't play on both sides of the tennis court at the same time. You 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 are either on one side of the net or the other side. So, unfortunately, the feminist movement has now embraced transgenderism and what they don't realize is that that's a terrible thing to do because now the feminist movement and now women are having to deal with homosexual men that want our pay and they they want to basically um not be a huge fan of women and a lot of these gay men they just want your husband so is that really appropriate or good or true human behavior i would say no but unfortunately within the feminist movement you know they have they have just gotten so radical that they don't understand that whatever they are embracing that is very radical and contrary to how human life actually is naturally that this is directly impacting our relationships with each other. So we're not supposed to be tyrannical, we're supposed to be peaceful people. Now being that we are supposed to be peaceful, that doesn't mean that we become doormats or that we don't say it like it is or that or that we don't stand up for what's right, just the opposite. In order to practice peace, you have to you have to stop violence. You have to stop being tyrannical and you have to call out bad people for what they're doing. Otherwise, you're just a doormat and you're really no good to society anyway. So hopefully don't be like that because that's not a good thing. Lastly, uh, the feminist movement has really screwed up how kids are being raised. So because the feminist movement has a, has embraced transgenderism, now it's like kids that are born whether male or female, it's like now their their identity, their gender, their sexual identity is now fluid like it's being questioned by the parents. I think that's very evil and horrible to do that and it's also a form of eugenics because that child's sex and gender belongs to that individual it belongs to the child it does not belong to the parents. We've talked about that in a previous podcast and I think it's worth mentioning again because the feminist movement because they have embraced homosexuality they have embraced the LGBTQ community now they have embraced transgenderism they don't realize that those very things that they have embraced actually threatens women's rights. It also affects our employment. It also um affects our healthcare. <laughs> so it's it's very disturbing and even worse, it it greatly affects what is being taught to our children in public schools. So here's the thing, there is nothing wrong with having a traditional family. In fact, that is that is exactly what you want because it's only within a traditional family that your kids have a higher success rate at being a normal functioning successful adult. But if your child is raised in an environment where, you know, you you just embrace 
very bizarre forms of sexuality, of course your kids not going to be normal and you probably will never have grandkids. So here's the thing, you know, it's not right to indoctrinate a child especially in something that is not natural for the human race. Something that is contrary to how most people live, you know what I mean? Because again, homosexuality, LGBTQ and transgenderism is like less than 1% of the population. So if it's less than 1% of the population, why is our society, especially the feminist movement, why is it trying to rationalize it and normalize it when that's not how the majority of the population thinks, acts or speaks? So the feminist movement, it has really failed, especially women. It's also failed children and also it has failed men. You know, even though men, you know, have been not always very nice to women especially in times past in the workplace that doesn't mean that all of that is still happening today we have made some really wonderful uh, great strides into the future we have had many successes with helping women get really good jobs having really good pay but here's the thing the feminist movement <laughs> has uh it has really well i'll just use this as an example because the feminists have embraced homosexuality, homosexuals, the LGBTQ community and transgenderism. Now women, we don't even have our own bathrooms. Transgenders aren't rushing the male bathrooms, the men's bathroom. They've done everything they can to take over the women's bathroom. And women stupidly fall for it. Stupidly. Stupidly. Very stupidly. and that is very concerning to me like it still makes me uncomfortable when there's a man in the bathroom it's not appropriate and whenever i see it i walk right out and i tell the manager hey there's a there's a man in the women's bathroom and he needs to be escorted out i don't care if he's gay straight or sexually confused that is a women's bathroom women's so you know that may ruffle some feathers but here's the thing you know It's very unfortunate that now transgenders have somehow convinced the feminists that it's okay for men to play in female sports. Well, who do you think's going to win? The men. Even even if they have transgendered or whatever, they've transitioned to to being a woman. They still have the body and the physique and the strength of a man. Even if they have taken hormone replacement therapy, even if they have been on more estrogen, they still have more strength than than the average woman. The reason why is because their natural biology and their natural anatomy and their cell structure or their natural DNA is that of a man, it's not a woman. You know, you can put tits on a guy, you know, you can you you can put breast implants on a man. He's still a man. He's still 6 foot something. He still weighs 250. <coughs> Excuse me. Like you you can't you know There's only so much you can change, but at the end of the day, it's still a man or it's still a woman. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you have a chocolate cake, right? The actual cake is chocolate, like the actual bread part of it, but you can change the icing. You can change it to be chocolate icing or vanilla icing, but it's still a chocolate cake. doesn't matter that that the icing was changed to vanilla or strawberry or caramel or you know whatever the case may be it's still a chocolate cake underneath why because that is the original structure 
of that entity. It's the same thing with people that that transition from one sex to another. Just because someone changes their outside, that doesn't mean that their DNA is changed. Like their blood work, if you test it, like for example, let's say there's a crime scene and um you know witnesses saw a very tall muscular woman you know running from the scene of the crime so the 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 crime scene investigators they get you know blood droplet samples from the crime scene well they know from witnesses that looked like a very muscular woman ran for it but the dna in the house is that of a man see what i mean like you can't change your dna Lab work doesn't lie. Science doesn't lie. Cells don't lie. Blood doesn't lie. Like you can't change that. You cannot manipulate that. You know, it doesn't matter how much estrogen you take. I mean, you can take so much estrogen that that you try and look like Mae West. You are never going to be a female. If you're a man taking all this estrogen, you are never going to be truly female. Just accept it. embrace who you are as a man get the psychological help that you need if you're questioning your sexual identity and just be who God created you to be and stop using women's bathrooms it's very creepy like you know it's very scary for a woman to see a man walk in there and some of these transgenders they glare at women like and i'm just like that's not cool we are not the problem That person's problem is the problem and it's usually a mental health issue. I mean God bless them, God help them, but you know, it's very unfortunate that the feminist movement has totally missed the mark and they have deviated from the original mission. The original mission was to help lift people up or to help lift up women in society, to help them have an equal stance when compared to men, the way that it's supposed to always be and should have always been. It was never supposed to be about male bashing or screwing up your kids or doing transgenderism or practicing eugenics. That was never the the intention of the feminist movement. It was purely a female movement, female, not radical, not political. It's supposed to be about valuing who a woman is. This other stuff, it has nothing to do with being feminine. It has nothing to do with the true feminist movement. You know, being that the feminist movement has really gotten off track, that's why I'm not a feminist, and that's why I say, well, I'm not a feminist, I'm a humanist, because I believe in equality. I believe in treating people equally regardless of their sex, because that's the way it is supposed to be. See, here's the thing, you know, whenever you go fill out a job application and you start a new job, you know, they have that equal employment opportunity form, and you know, we are equal employer or equal employment um, employer or whatever. Well, feminists don't really believe in equal employment opportunity because they think they're better than other people. Well, that totally defeats the purpose of equality. See, equality means you lift up those that have been suppressed. That doesn't mean you raise yourself up higher than somebody that's already below you or even someone that's equal status to you. You know what I mean? So, in the feminist movement now, There's a whole lot of favoritism that's not appropriate and it very much has caused a lot of problems. It's very similar to having like a socialistic government where someone other than you decides what you do for a living, decides how much you make and decides whether or not you deserve to be treated with respect. You know, being treated with respect 
is not a political activist issue. It's just treating someone with dignity and respect, basically treating someone the same way that you want to be treated. It's just, you know, just be kind to people. Be genuine. Even if you disagree with them, be kind, be genuine, and don't argue with them about what pronouns they use. You know, that really took me aback when I saw some really interesting YouTube videos of some of these young people at college campuses these days. They're yelling down these guest speakers instead of actually listening. Even if they disagree with them, you know, they could at least listen to them. And they start yelling at them about what proper pronouns to use. I'm like, okay, do we need to go back to grade school and relearn what pronouns are? Pronouns are not fluid. You're either a he or a she. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, we are not an it, you know what I mean? Like we're not um we're not indecisive about our sex or our sexuality. You're either one sex or you're the other. You're either male or female. But unfortunately, the feminist movement has really messed up a lot of these younger people and has caused them to start to question their sexuality. And also now they have become tyrannical and trying to force people to talk and think a certain way. It's like, okay, well that's not freedom of speech and that's not freedom of thought. And it's also not freedom of enterprise. Of like how to run your business and who to hire and who to fire. The feminist movement has really caused a lot of problems and I think it needs to go back to its roots. I'm all for the feminist movement the way it used to be. The way it used to be. Not this crazy stuff today. I just can't go along with it because it is incredibly radical. It is incredibly marxist and it's very disrespectful to people, both men, women and children, and I find that to be very disgraceful behavior. So by all means, I pray for the feminist movement. I pray they they get back to their original roots because, you know, their original grass grassroots movement did so much and did amazing good. So I hope and pray that it, that it gets back on track. It stops being mean to people. and just focuses on the things that it is supposed to focus on and not be so crazy not be marxist not be liberal not be progressive and not be socialist just be genuine and true to the cause and also love your country a lot of these feminists they don't love the united states they hate the united states and i'm like well if you don't like it here then why don't you leave that kind of shocks them but i'm like well if you have such a big problem maybe you're the problem that may sound harsh But you know, I think we could deport a whole lot of hateful people. Cuz hate is a horrible thing to have in any country, and I think that if feminists this is probably going to bug some people, but I'm going to say it anyway. If feminists would just read the Bible, they would realize how much God loves them for who they are as a woman, not as a political activist, not as a troublemaker, but God loves them as a woman and he supports them in their cause. But here's the thing, God will not support hate in any way. So if what you are doing is possibly hateful, has any kind of hate in it, any kind of malice at all, God will not and cannot endorse that because God is holy, he is good, he is true, he loves you, but he cannot support what you're doing if it hurts or harms or goes against other people like that. Because we are all God's children. Another thing I wish the feminist movement would do, and I wish that feminists would do, is read the Constitution of the United States. Don't use it as a weapon. Use it as a shield to to protect yourself from the lies of this current liberal, progressive feminist movement.
because the constitution has workers rights and citizenship rights in there that's very important very important because those rights apply to everyone equally if they are a citizen of the United States the constitution of the United States and the rights therein do not apply to foreigners that are not here legally it just doesn't because they're not citizens so they have no say and they have no right to vote oh my goodness you say that to you say that to a feminist these days Oh my goodness, they want to hit you over the head. It's like, wow, so you're four people breaking the law and millions of them doing that? See, the original feminist movement, the original feminists of this country, they were never for breaking the law. They were for enforcing the law. They were for equality. If someone is here illegally, they are not equal to anyone that is a citizen that is a citizen, excuse me, of the United States because they're not a citizen. If they want to be a citizen, they need to do it the right way. Not illegally immigrate here and then, you know, pop out a baby here, you know, and have a transplant family thing go on, an anchor family or whatever. That's not right. We need to kick these people out. You're either an American or you're not. And see, there's another thing. Our healthcare system cannot afford cannot afford, excuse me, to take care of all these illegal immigrants. they don't pay into the system they're not paying taxes they're not buying privatized insurance they don't have benefits and they don't deserve it they're they're here illegally and there's millions of them and they're getting our health care you know if you or i were to go to their country and just be a moocher like what they're doing here oh my goodness you and i would be deported so fast or beat up in prison But see, you know, there are so many liberals and progressives, you know, they embrace breaking the law just because someone plays a violin. Just because someone plays a violin doesn't mean that it's actually a good song or that it's actually relevant. Anybody and everybody can play a violin. Like it's, you know, anybody can be sad, dark, depressed, whatever, but here's the thing. If you are not practicing self-reliance, then that's all you're going to do is play your violin. And that's what a lot of these illegal immigrants are doing. They're just playing their violin. Oh, look at me. I come from a war-torn country. Okay, go back and fix the problem. Face your Goliath. Take your country back. We're not responsible for your country. We're not responsible for you. We're not responsible for your babies that you're popping out. We're not responsible for your health care. You are responsible for all that. Take ownership of it. You are a citizen of another country. Have some nationalism, like... love your country go back and fight for what is right but they don't care to do that they're lazy moochers that come here and here's the thing the liberal progressives and the the feminist movement they embrace these people that don't care to do the right thing and they break the law is that right no is that ethical no is that moral no is that respectable no i mean it's like How many warning flags and how many red flags do we have to see before people really wake up to what's going on? It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I just thought of this. No wonder some of our teachers in our public school systems are so stressed and depressed and overwhelmed. They've got all these illegal immigrant kids here to teach. It's like that's not our job to teach them. They shouldn't be enrolled in our schools. They're not citizens. They don't deserve an education here. I don't care if they are a dreamer. Dream on like we all have hopes and dreams. 
Just because someone has a dream doesn't give them permission to break the law, infiltrate our system, use our medical care, not pay for it, go to our public schools that they're not paying into at all because they're not paying taxes. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is costing our country billions of dollars every year. And you would think, folks, you would think the feminists would be like, "Hey, our kids come first. Not your kids." But they don't do that. See, feminists, they don't really value the human family. They don't even really value the human race. Because if they did, they wouldn't be doing all those things we just talked about. See, whenever things become political, it's like you need to be a political activist or or a political analyst. It's like, you know, I think we've had enough of politics. Why don't people just do what's right, especially when it counts? You know what I mean? You know, it's easy to have an opinion. Even a toddler has an opinion. Does that mean it's relevant? No. <laughs> We need more people that that choose to do what's right no matter what. That's what we need. We don't need moochers, you know, we don't need takers. <laughs> we need people that care to do what's right and to have integrity in everything that they do. And at this point, the feminist movement does not have integrity. and they are not really protecting the United States they're hindering it and they're ripping it apart with with division and divisiveness it's it's disturbing like i don't get how these feminists have husbands i don't get it i mean their husbands just must be so desperate for sex that they'll marry anything because i can't imagine a normal heterosexual man marrying a feminist and listening to all that claptrap, all that garbage that comes out of their mouth and putting up with it and then raising their kids in a really disturbing way. I mean, I just don't get it. And I think men need to stand up to these feminists, be nice about, it, but just say, "Hey, you're talking really crazy, not because you're a woman, but because you have believed a lie and you don't understand what you're saying." You you have You have replaced common sense with with a political agenda. Common sense is way more important than politics. You know, if our politicians actually had common sense, we would not be in the situation that we are in today. But because we have so many politicians that have basically sold their soul to the devil, that's why we have a lot of these issues in Washington D.C. There is a reason why Trump said. He was going to drain the swamp because that's what Washington D.C. is. It's a swamp. It's not for the people. It's not by the people. It's against the people to try and rule the people. That's not what the United States is. That's not what we were founded on. But yet, that is what it has become. And it's very disturbing. You know, what's interesting is that the feminist movement, a lot of them. A lot of these feminists are Democrats. I'm like, why would you be for a political party that's okay with getting rid of babies, getting rid of children? Like, when someone doesn't value a child, what makes you think they're going to value you? Because you're an adult, because you're a taxpayer, because you're on birth control, 
I mean, like, I, I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Eugenics is eugenics. I mean, it doesn't matter how, how you cut the pie. You're still cutting the pie. You're still slicing it up. And that's very concerning. So hopefully going forward, the feminist movement gets back to its roots because its roots are actually really good and true. It actually really is. And I'm all for it. Because I think women need a lot of help right now. They need help finding out that there's nothing wrong with being female and that there's also nothing wrong with being a man. There's nothing wrong with male or female. I mean, it's just, like, I remember when I was in college and I'll close with this, it was rare to come across a woman hater, or sorry, a man hater. It was rare to come across a man hater. Like, they were very strange. They were usually atheist or agnostic, and they were usually communists. I was like, women are communists? Like, I was shocked by that, because I mean, we had communists in college, not very many, but there were usually these young men that are fascinated with China and, um, They say that you have more workers' rights when you're just a worker, you know, like within the Communist Party. It's like, no, actually, you have less rights, <laughs> way less. You're forced to be a peasant. So it always took me aback whenever a woman would be a communist or she would be like one of these man-haters. I'm like, so you actually want to date men? Well, yes, then how can you hate them? You want to sleep with them? You're sexually attracted to them? Yes. Well, how can you do that if you hate them? That's not love. Like, it's, you know, you cannot have love and hate at the same time. You're either operating out of love or hate, but, but you can't have both. And if you're lukewarm, that's even worse, because then you are completely and ridiculously unpredictable and stupid. And I don't mean that harshly. It's just a fact. Like, you, you, you kind of need to choose what you're going to be. Are you going to be a kind and loving individual? And again, that doesn't mean be a doormat. In fact, when you're kind and loving, it means you're really strong and you have courage. Or, or are you going to choose to be hateful? You know, being hateful is very cowardice. It takes real courage and it takes, you know, real, I would say, stamina to be kind and loving to other people because you're choosing to be kind when really you may not be able to stand the person. That takes courage to do that. It takes manners to do that. And it takes dignity and respect to do that. It takes dignity and respect to act like a gentleman. It takes dignity and respect to act like a lady. And these feminists, they hardly ever act like ladies. They may have the genitalia of a woman. They may have been born a woman. But they don't act like a lady. They may want sex. They may enjoy sex. But they don't act like a lady. I mean, it's just one of these things like manners matter. Integrity matters. And right now, the feminist movement, they don't have manners. They don't have integrity. They don't have morals. They don't have values. You know, that, that's, that's no way to lead a society. That's no way to lead future generations. Well, unless you want to lead it into chaos, which is, exact, which is exactly what is happening right now. Excuse me. But I will go ahead and end this podcast But as usual, until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.